up, other ciders? <laughs> One take. One shot. <laughs> One shot. <laughs> I will not throw away my shot. All right. <laughs> All right. What's up, other ciders? Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us for the first time, um, welcome to the chaos. I am here with the chief to my staff, Mr. Rufino. Hello. Hello. And I am your host, Tiffany Rufino. Hello. And today we are talking about something that I posted on Facebook earlier today. If you're not uh, friends with me on Facebook, let's connect. Tiffany Rufino, R-U-F-I-N-O. And the question that I posted today, I've been doing a couple of questions this week. It's usually one a day uh, just to get some conversation going, getting some networking going and just having some fun, you know, and drawing some ideas out. And today's question was, if you could invite three celebrities over for dinner that are alive, because if they're not alive, that's not a dinner, that's a seance, (laughs) uh, which celebrities would they be? I didn't ask anybody why they chose those celebrities. I just asked which celebrities they would choose. And you happened to not respond at all. Well, to be fair, fair, you were working. Yeah. And it was a day. But you did like comment on other people's posts. So like you had an opportunity to say, well, I was early, but I also wanted to make sure that I had a, uh, a good think about it and get um, some three good ones because I didn't want to just drop a comment in there of like, hey, I want to get the Gilligan, the Skipper, and you know whatever first three names. Yeah, come don't to my say Marianne. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, shame on me because I jumped in right away. And yeah, you know, for those who are on our Patreon account, you'll see that I had to grab Pacino because he was just being a little needy right now. I jumped in and I answered with my celebrities, and I missed the most important one that I would invite. And I felt really silly afterwards. You you told me who it was that you missed. And I'm going to say, would he consider himself a celebrity? In my eyes, he's a celebrity. All right. Well, I try to give you an out. (laughs) No, no, I am very accountable to my uh, complete goof. And I'm not proud of myself. And I'm actually, as I'm talking this out, I'm trying to remember who I did put down because <laughs> I had intended to refer to my phone, but that's in use right now. <laughs> um, I believe the choices that I put down were Dave Chappelle. I put down Jennifer Lopez. And I put down that other person that clearly has been wiped out because of the thought of the one I forgot. Um, was it Lynn? Yeah, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, there goes Sorry, that. Lynn. <laughs> um, so, who did you put down? Now that you've had some time to think about it. All right. So my three are, in no particular order, uh, Sean Stockman from Boys to Men, because uh, he saved my life. That's a story for another day. Um, maybe a behind the scenes. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. If I, a story for another day for a doctor or like it's a, it's a, a we, it's a weird one <laughs> okay but um the other one would be marshall mathers uh okay. if people who know me would know why mm-hmm. and the last one is bill burr and the reason ah, is bill burr good choice wait no no no. we're not going into reasons just yet okay yeah no right. reasons I'll, just yet. I'll save that i had a feeling that you would choose eminem or Marshall Mathers. So I held back because obviously if we're inviting people over for dinner, I'd be there. I I would be there. Right? <laughs> Nod your head. Yeah. Yes. Up and down. Okay. Of course. <laughs> no. Weirdo. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know why he didn't come to mind, but Simon Sinek would have been the person that I would have invited. But I think Lynn has been on my mind so much with watching Hamilton on Disney. And, you know, he's just been in the news. I watched a documentary today on, I'm always into documentaries. Anyway, this one was, was not on, um, a murder mystery, which is a first (laughs) for documentaries with me. Mm -hmm. It was actually on, uh, and shame on me. I can't remember his name and I apologize. Uh, you would probably know better, but he was the famous astrologist on, um, uh, Telemundo or, and Oh, Walter McCullough. Yes, 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 yes. So it was his story. I grew up with that guy. Well, apparently so did Lynn, right? Because you guys are only a couple of days apart. Eight. Yeah. We were born eight days apart in the same neighborhood. Boy, am I an underachiever. Which makes him a Capricorn and you an Aquarius. Yeah. Which uh, he would have known. Anyway, so Lynn manuel is in the documentary and he goes to meet him. And Lynn gets emotional over it. So I think he was just in the forefront of my mind as I was going through, you know, the three celebrities. Dave Chappelle, uh, you know, I just... I've always adored Dave Chappelle. And mm-hmm. I think as he has grown in his talent and what he brings to the world, I've learned a lot from him about things other than comedy. And I think uh, based on his background and where his, uh, you know, mother's education comes from and what has been instilled in him from his growing up, I, like there's just, he fascinates me. I just want to talk to him. I just want to learn from him. And I really, truly think like he would be an amazing professor or if he put out just podcasts of just straight knowledge that there's a lot of uh, change he could bring to the world or at least just enlighten some people. Um, I think, well, every generation, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really into stand up and every generation has like the best of that generation. And I think Dave Chappelle is 1,000% the best of his specific generation, bar none. Um, You know what I find interesting? You picked two people in music and one person in comedy, uh, who's also an actor as well. And mm -hmm. I picked, I consider Lynn music, J-Lo music, and then I picked one in comedy too. Interesting. Um, So... To transition from Dave Chappelle, because Dave Chappelle I followed for a long time. Moving on. (laughs) Um, I know you still have beef with J-Lo. It's okay. No, I think I'm over the the J-Lo beef. Because she went with A-Rod? That kind of erased it? No. It's a much bigger story. Like, I think I've dropped my whole Boston Red Sox beef altogether. When she was with Ben Affleck, she rocked the Boston Red Sox. And, yeah, it took me a while to get over that. Um But the thing for me is more like I've I've decided at some point I decided to put away those kind of like it's too much energy to to have a grudge against a whole sports team. Um, And like anybody who's listened to every episode of this podcast knows I've said it and I really mean it. I operate on two speeds, calm and kaboom. So I, I, I grudge hard, so I can't have that in my life. If I'm going to have a grudge against anything, it's going to be, me. I don't know, <laughs> not fitted hats. Let's do not fitted hats. That'll be the grudge. Okay. But so from Dave Chappelle, your, your second choice. Was, well, Dave Chappelle was my second choice. So I have Lynn, I have Dave, 
not even that they're a second choice. It's those are the three that yeah. I would have around the table. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, that's a natural transition from Dave Chappelle, clearly. Of course. Uh, you know, what was going through my head is that I was thinking there's so many uh, female celebrities that have amazing qualities that I would love to sit and talk with. Like Emma Stone comes to mind. Meryl Streep comes to mind. Viola Davis comes to mind. And then, you know, I'm thinking of musicians and it's hard to narrow down just three when you think about it. I'm like, I'll have a whole dinner party, but then how do you get really intimate with people and really talk about the things that you want to learn from them or that you want to share with them? And mm-hmm. I thought about JLo. I think that, um, you know, in the past, I, I've always been a fan of hers. Um, you know, her, her movies I've been a fan of, you know, it's something that you could sit and watch and you could feel like, okay, I'm not stressed out after watching the movie. It's just a feel-good sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, her music, I enjoy listening to. Except for Enough. That was kind of stressful. No, it was kind of kick kick booty. It was awesome because mm-hmm. she came out at the end. Her pixie cut was stressful, but that was a wig. Thank <laughs> goodness. <laughs> um, no, I just, you know, even with all the information that I read and I gather and I try to just make a, a natural conclusion to things, a lot of people say that she's a hardworking woman and that um, she's... I haven't heard a lot of negative things about her. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think in the role that she's in, aside from her personal life, you know, like putting all that aside, when you look at her work career, there's so much I would like to ask her about uh, how she moved through and navigated her career with all that she's done. Interesting you said personal life. Like, I don't really consider outside of like, oh, my God, you're from the Bronx and you went to a Red Sox game. Like, I don't really consider, I try not to consider celebrities' personal lives because, and and this is kind of a sticking point for me, you know, rotating around cancel culture and all of that kind of stuff, is that I like to, uh, I like to look at even celebrities the same way I want people to look at me. And I'm not perfect all the time, mm-hmm. right? So I interact with a celebrity by the by way of the product that they create and so for someone like lynn it's his music uh the the shows that he produces etc dave Chappelle, it's his comedy uh j-lo she's an actress uh she does music that's the product but that's idealism right because even if they do positive things in their positive life it's hard not to incorporate that into your overall opinion Mm -hmm. or you know just in this piece my reasoning behind bringing her was more of the business aspect of it you know and and not the personal aspect of it Uh, i enjoy her comedy i enjoy how she's evolved from where she started but you got to think about the stuff that did happen outside of her work like just showing up in the versace dress that was a game changer for like the fashion industry for tv and for the celebrities around her um her relationship with Diddy and the relationship she's had, they've also blended in with her career, the music that she made with Diddy, the music she made with Mark Anthony. She didn't make music with Ben Affleck, but she made movies. We don't have to talk about those. <laughs> and, you know, she maybe she'll play baseball with A-Rod. I know that they do on uh, TikTok, but, you know, who knows what they'll do in real life. Um, not that TikTok's not real life. Let's not, don't, don't come for me. Um, <laughs> so those were my choices and there's more that I want to go into with those choices, but I wanted to kind of hear your thoughts on um, why you chose the three that you did. So Sean, Eminem and Bill Burr. All right. So Sean Stockman, um, to me, Boyz II Men is 
the best R&B group of all time. Uh, prove me wrong. You can't. And so Sean to like when I look at Boys to Men, Sean to me is like. I don't want to say the musical one because it's a it's a music group, <laughs> but he has a ridiculous range. If you see any of the behind the scenes stuff, he just seems like someone that I would joke around with because he has that that weird sense of humor. So I really. Are you saying you have a weird sense of humor? No, oh. not at all. There's some things I just try to get you to say so that I have recordings of it. This was not the time. I'm not a rookie. Know your audience, Rafina. <laughs> so, but yeah, so Sean Stockman, um, if if it, I mean, if he brought the other two along and we had a like a, a little sing along, that'd be that'd be great. I'm glad you finished with sing along. <laughs> um, but if and and then of course Mike who left the group. I could talk about boys to men forever, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop it right there and just say that that's the uh, the basic rundown on Sean. We're gonna have to post a picture of you with the boys. Yeah, that was epic. One of the, one of that the was epic. Best Valentine's Day. That was a Valentine's Day mm-hmm. gift. Sure Valentine's was. Day present ever from my lovely wife. Mm-hmm. Just said, hey, uh, got it. What's your just stream? Join boys to men. Done. <laughs> I got you tickets to boys to men. What can I oh, do? And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're you're going to meet them. You're going to meet them. No problem. <laughs> Great. There you go. Um, so that brings us to our second uh, celebrity, which is Marshall Mathers, Eminem. And I've been listening to Eminem for a very, very long time. The, the thing about Eminem that I find, I want to say remarkable, is a dedication to his craft. Like, um... Some people who say that they uh, are into rap, um, they they have a certain opinion about how his music has evolved. But if you look at it from a technical level, he was on top of his game at a certain point and didn't rest there. And he just said, you know, I, I could do better. And then on that technical level, he said, well, I can do even better. So much so that there are people that complain that he just wants to do the best rap possible and just outrap everybody. And it's like enough already. Isn't that similar to Lin, though? Like Lin-Manuel Miranda in that he did In the Heights and then, you know, that's one Tony's amazing. And then he goes and I mean, the I want to create a word and say the majesticness of Hamilton and how many layers there is to it and how much we're still uncovering as we learn about it and just the musical theory of it and everything else. It, it And he still did better and better and better, even as he started at the bottom, you know, just kind of structuring Hamilton and building it. It's the same with Eminem with his career, you know, just how he structured his character and not his character, but his alter ego. And then, you know, how he grew from there. Um, One thing I... You know, there's a there's such a thing as too much, right? But I would like to know how many people out there have experienced knowing or being a person who eats, le- lives, sleeps, breathes the thing that they do. Hmm. So that they know it so well and they're better than anybody else at it. And that's not enough. They still want to do. They they still push themselves even further, right? Yeah. 
Uh, you think of companies that do that, right? Companies that provide white glove service and you see them at the top of all the JD Power Awards or all the and you can tell when they whether it's for customer service or for uh, innovation or for whatever, when they get to one point, then they're like, oh, yeah, that's not enough for me. They get even they don't stop there. They get even better. So they're kind of like not just leading the competition, but they're like lapping them. Mm -hmm. And so it's 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 a good thought experiment to have. The trendsetters don't sleep. Yeah. You know, and I think that creative minds have that. I think there's different levels to it. And I think that there, like for me, there's been spurts where I've had that, whether it's been maybe for a week, I'm just like really, I'm living, breathing, you know, what I'm doing in that week or maybe a year's time or maybe a couple of months. And one of the things that I was uh, just as dedicated to was songwriting early on uh, and just and also with the radio, writing scripts and writing copies for being on the air and things like that. And I think with doing that and enhancing my vocabulary and making up words like majesticness, uh, that it's grown my vocabulary to be limitless. Hey, other siders, are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with? Or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday exactly the way that you want it? Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique, 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just a place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. Okay, so we're back and we're talking about a Facebook post that I made today about the top three celebrities that you would invite to dinner that are still alive uh, and able to enjoy dinner with you, (laughs) not ones that you would call by a Ouija board. And my choices were Lin-Manuel Miranda, Dave Chappelle, and then Jennifer Lopez. And Jeff, you had Sean from Boys to Men, you had Marshall Mathers, and then you also had... Bill Burr. Bill Burr. So not everybody may know who bill burr is because Ooh. he's an acquired taste i i adore bill burr most I, i'm gonna say this most good comedians most great comedians are an acquired taste like hmm. if you go back like people didn't get carlin right away it mm-hmm. took a while for prior. it took a while for me to get bill burr yeah mm-hmm. and so the thing about um bill burr is the thing I love the most about Bill Burr is it's a quote from uh, Patrice O'Neill, where Patrice O'Neill, another great comedian, said that in comedy, half the crowd is supposed to be laughing and the other half is supposed to be horrified. And some people interpret that to mean that you're supposed to have some raunchy stuff or some crazy, they say some outlandish stuff. But no, it's horrified because co- comedy is really like a lens to the truth and it just kind of puts it back at you, right? So that's what Dave Chappelle does really well. That's what Bill Burr does really well. Like when Bill Burr puts the stuff from his perspective, um, and he's very honest about what his perspective is, you ha- I mean, if you're honest with yourself, you have to laugh. His craft has been pushed to the point where he's fearless with what he says, and he's masterful with putting the, wor- the words together 
that get him to his next thought. It's like he says what everybody would say, <laughs> but they choose not to. And he's just like, I'm just going to say it for the room so mm-hmm. you can laugh because you know it's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and could listen to him quite often. And he's also a really great writer. Like the his writing style of his jokes, they're really well put together. Uh, there are comedians that are great writers, but they don't give you what I would say truth. Like they don't give you perspective um there are comedians that try to give you in your face comedy but their writing is almost like forced either forced or you can tell like well you crafted this as a joke or they had a ghostwriter craft it for them yeah and it's hard to get both Mm -hmm. getting both is very very difficult and when you when it hits it is it is so so good um if you have netflix find any bill burr special and i'll I'll tell you i mean there are a couple where i'm literally crying i'm laughing so hard Mm -hmm. um and it's almost like visceral you you cannot control it and that comes from working on it you know like the persona that bill burr puts out is somebody very cavalier uh just very like hey like he goes on talk shows and just kind of says his thing but you can tell this man works on his on his craft Mm -hmm. so that's that's the guy that's your top three okay sweet so i posed this question to our audience on facebook and part of it was like i said in the beginning you know to have fun with it and and just kind of see where everybody's at and then the other thing as it started to come to life you know when people started to comment what i kind of thought of is okay so what made me choose who i chose and what qualities did I admire about those three people that I wanted to learn from them? And then, or is there something that I wanted to pick their brain about that I really specifically wanted to hone in on? Or was it that I just wanted the entertainment, right? Because maybe you just want the comic relief or the performance or, you know, whatever it's going to be. And I think the majority of the people that commented uh, really thought that it was more for the conversational piece I, I, I really think that people thought hard about this and said, okay, my choices are only three. Which three people would I love to have the opportunity to, uh, you know, grow from, you know, by having a conversation with them? And so we have a couple of people up. It's a little hard for me to see the screen. So I'm going to um, talk to my chief, to my staff. And uh, so there's a running theme of share. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a, a couple of share shares. There's a couple of shares of share. And then there's Keanu Reeves, which I find interesting. And I I don't think Keanu would have been in there um, maybe a couple years ago. But I think because his career has come back with John Wick and even with that movie that we saw on Netflix and I, the name escapes me, but it was hilarious when he came in as, uh, you know, the woman's boyfriend into the like rich restaurant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that he's been very introspective lately and he's gone through quite a lot. And I think he's a lot deeper than his characters portray. Um, and I think people are intrigued by him. So that was an interesting one that came up. Uh, I can't believe I didn't think of Kevin Hart and The Rock in the same room and just sitting back and having a night watching those two, you know, have at it with each other. And even if you added Ryan Reynolds to the mix of the those two, mm-hmm. like Ryan Reynolds is not typically a com- comedian, stand-up comedian, neither is Dwayne Johnson, but 
they have such a wittiness and such a wittiness on the spot. I think uh, that would be a hilarious evening. Uh, it looks like somebody did put uh, Meryl Streep. Um, who else do you see With on there? GIF and all. With the GIF, yes. Um, you know, I see. Oh, there's I another see... The Rock. Then Chris Pratt, good one. There's a couple of um, political ones in there yeah, too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's a there's a couple of political people. Uh, some people put in a, uh, you know, Trump, uh, Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, Governor Cuomo, um, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, yeah. I um, love that. I love that people um, want to know more about politics and what people Kim are going to do. Kim Jong-un is on there. JFK. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a cheat, and I called her out on that. <laughs> and, well, somebody put Jesus. That was another one. Yeah, but, I mean, is it he alive in those that? Yeah. I mean, well, so. there you go. That's why I was just like, you know what? He, he's everywhere for those who believe. Though, mm-hmm. For those who don't, he's not. So, that's not one I was going to challenge. Perfect. Um, so Denzel is another one that I'd love to have. I love that um, someone on there put Jada because Jada has the red table talk, which, uh, you know, started out. And honestly, when I first uh, heard about it, I was like, uh, it's a YouTube show. I'm not sure where it's going to go. I think it was YouTube or was it Facebook? I, I wasn't even sure. And then I watched a couple episodes and I'm bawling my eyes out, like watching them. And I think, Jada is really brilliant. Um, I think there's some questions that would like to be answered currently in current news. This is where personal crosses with, you know, the publicity. But that's a fun one. Fun conversation. Leave Will and Jada alone. Oh, no, 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 no. I, w- I wouldn't have <laughs> nothing to uh, judge them on or call them out on. I just have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> just the people want to know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, overall. A Wait, good, who else is on there? I'm curious. Uh, Russell now. Brand. um, I'm going, I'm scrolling all over here. Jason See, Momoa a couple is on years here. ago, I wouldn't have wanted to have a conversation with Russell Brand. But again, I think that's where age and maturity jump in. And mm-hmm. um, Robert Downey Jr. Fran Drescher. Why? That's Just for a, the voice? That's interesting. That's an interesting one. Dave Attenborough. Interesting. Bill Nye. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Post Malone, see, I'm a little challenged with that. But then again, to be fair, I have not listened to a lot of his music. Now, if you scroll, wait, go back just a little bit. I didn't even think of that one. That mix right there is a great mix. Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, and Kristen Bell. Oh, my gosh. That would be a good one. That would be a great one. So would Samuel L. Jackson. Denzel. I told you, Denzel was like right there. And I'm like, uh, I really want to hear from Dave Chappelle right now. Gabriel Iglesias, good one. Ellen, interesting. Billie Eilish. People put me. You guys are all silly. All of y'all. <laughs> so, overall, um, Shaq. <laughs> I think that it's an eclectic mix of, of responses. Um, oh, Derek Jeter's on here. Interesting. Nice. Huh. Um, like having- Martin, Martin Scorsese, he would be on, like, like if I had a top ten list... <laughs> yeah um but y'all better have some leftovers in conversation that's all i know that is 100 percent true <laughs> but the other thing that i noticed is that as we start at the top it's very kind of high profile and then toward the bottom like toward later on is the 
the people that you less would think like, oh, I, I forgot. It. I would have I wouldn't have thought about that person. Either that or it, it doesn't look like a lot of people wanted to repeat what other people had said. That's that's another possibility, which is cool, too. You know, it's just they put some thought into it of, OK, you know, uh, who would be my next? Steve Carell is a great one. And then John Stewart. I didn't even think about. Yeah, John Stewart. Oh, so disappointed in myself. I could almost see like the again the, those dream waves that happen that are like and then you could visualize what the conversation looks like at the dinner table with all these people that you forgot to mention uh doesn't mean that the ranking is any less important um it just means that you know that's the first thought that came to mind after either somebody already picked your choice or uh you know after you first thought about it and really i think that this all came up for me is when you know, I've mentioned this in a couple of podcasts uh, about doing mind mapping and using mind node for this. And in order to create like your, your personal values, your personal brand, uh, your personal mission statement, you kind of have to understand where the ideas come from and how you were put together, almost like Voltron 1900s reference. And so, um, you know, with me, one of the things, and again, I think I've mentioned this before, is that you list out the celebrities that have made an impact on you or somebody that you like for whatever reason, right? And then after you list those celebrities, you look at what qualities do they have in common, what things stand out to you about them that you strive to achieve, or what things about them do you wish that you never do um and it helps you just get a uh, another side to you uh, uh the other side of your thought process while stepping outside of yourself to see what makes you unique and what makes you you and i'm not saying that the influence of celebrities do that but when you look at the qualities it helps you understand what you're drawn to and also who you draw to you based on you know what you're looking for and what you're seeking and what you're putting out there so it's kind of cool to look back and reflect and go through your choices uh when i did my personal uh you know, brands, and I went through the celebrities that I had, um, I ended up listing a lot more than I anticipated. I think I was striving for four and I ended up with like 15. Uh, nothing wrong with that. It's just, just kind of brain dumping on a piece of paper and then going back to it and, uh, laying it all out. So do that, check it out fun experiments play around with and see thank you guys for participating on facebook i look forward to our next uh chat on um the other side so stay safe stay healthy and we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and share we'll see you next time on the other side enterprise